Hi, everybody. It's episode 428 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It's Wednesday, October 26th, 6th, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Is it like Darth Vader Day or, um, Man, Vader was uh, Darth Maul Day? Was it Maul, is it Maul Day? Like, which, which Sith? Which, which, which 26th is it? I don't know. Like, one of the good ones. <laughs> A good Sith. Yeah. There's no such thing. Or are you talking like the Sith people and not the Sith well, Jedi? So, so that's not um that's not canon anymore. The Sith were never a people. They they were in canon. They were always like the Dark Jedi. Like they they no longer, as far as I can, as far as I've seen, like Cor, like you know, in like Knights of the Old Republic, like Korriban was like the home planet of the Sith, and they were more like a people than just a group yeah, of yeah. Dark Force wielders. Um, that yeah. Sith are just the Dark Force wielders now. But like you know, like Darth Plagueis or something like that. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's it's it's Darth Plagueis Day, December twenty sixth, or not December, October twenty sixth. God, man, man. So Jesus born on on the twenty fifth, Darth Plagueis born on the twenty sixth. I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> oh man, how you guys doing? Oh, doing all right. Uh, you know, I'm tired. Same here. It's been a long weekend. It's only Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it has been. I uh, punched my computer monitor yesterday, my work monitor yesterday. Um, didn't break it. My hand hurts, though, so might have broken that. Um, or at least fractured uh, my knuckle or something like that. Man, know. if you punched your screen hard that hard and you only hurt yourself, you need to drink more milk, my friend. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't break it, though. Probably because, like, it, I, I think the reason I didn't break it is because there's a lot of space behind it it can move. So, like, the force that I put into it pushed it back instead of actually into it. So why did you punch it, though? Um, because, uh, that's where the, um, the error message I kept getting on the thing I was running that failed 12 times popped up, and I wanted to take that error message off. Forcefully. Have you thought um, about just not failing so much? It's not my fault. It's, it was an automated process that all I had to do is click a button and let it go. And it failed 12 fucking times. Um, Yeah. I, I, you already know I don't like my job, so it's just it, it pisses Everybody, me off. Everybody, including your job, knows you don't like your job. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, it just it pisses me off that like I, I literally this this whole week I haven't really done anything. Maybe in about a week and a half, I haven't done any work. I have work to do. I have a decent amount of work to do. I'm just not in it anymore. Like you're quiet I quitting. Just, Maybe, yeah, but like it would be smart if I like did the, use the time that I'm quiet quitting to you know look for a new job. No, I'm just kind of just like fuck this and watching YouTube videos or some shit all day. McDonald's always hiring. <laughs> I you know maybe, but the last I'm, time I worked there, I I broke I broke my hand too. So I mean, to, to my understanding, minimum wage fifteen dollars an hour. I need more than that. Overtime, man. You're <laughs> hourly at, at McDonald's. <sighs> Yeah, but I make more money in a job I hate than having to work overtime. Look, man, I'm giving you options. Burger King? <laughs> Maybe. If Ch- anything, if, if anything, it would be You're Ch- off on every if, Sunday. If anything, it would be Chick-fil-A, because they actually, like, they pay decent, from what I recall, or remember hearing, and they actually get sick days and holidays and that. But they also treat everybody else like the absolute shit. Yeah, they treat all other people in the world like shit, but also at the same time, do they really? Because, like... Last I remember, but this was like two years ago, they stopped donating to the organizations that they were donating to that people didn't like. So I so 
I think as a company they don't, but I think the people in charge of the company still do. Because I believe it's still owned by, like, the same family. Yeah, but... So, like, that's more the, what it is. It's kind of, like, it, you know, it's one of those, like, don't support the, the people that support hate is essentially it. Like, unfortunately, the people that work there probably don't, like, feel that way, but they need a job, so... No. Yeah, job's a job. Unless you hate it. No, well, I mean, it's still a job. Or, even if, you hate or it. if, like, you're asked to, like, kill a bunch of puppies or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still a job, unfortunately. Yeah, but that's not a job that anyone should do. No, but a job's a job. Unless it's a career. You know what? You're right there. A career of killing, of accidentally killing puppies? That would No, be... I said nothing about accidental. That's... I thought you did say accidentally no. killing no. puppies. No. Oh. I mean, that is still a job. That is That could be a career if you work at a, a veterinary office or... That is, that is the first step to being a serial killer. I mean, look, we're not going Dexter route here. I'm just saying, like, if you work at a veterinary office and sick puppies come in, unfortunately, if there's nothing else you can do to help them, euthanize them, unfortunately. Well, there you go, Rich. Found a new career for you. I don't have the certifications and and expertise or the actual emotional willpower to do that job. (laughs) I would, my first client would come and be like, nope, I'm done. I quit. Right. Or I'll take him. I'll take him. Don't worry. Yeah, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna inject him with a uh uh anesthetic so he doesn't feel anything. And at that point, you guys can head on out, and we'll take care of the rest. They head on out, and I bring them up. That's theft, man. They don't want it anyway. You don't know that. But they just got rid of. They were just. But they were they just their, euthanizing. You're making, it. You're making a lot of assumptions. And you're just stealing their dog yeah. at the vet. They brought your, the your dog. Default, your default, no. they brought their dog into the vet, so you're going to so tranquilize it, it and then steal it. <laughs> no, they brought the dog to the you vet to you be euthanized. You didn't even perform a proper medical exam. <laughs> like, they literally brought it there. Like, that's the whole the whole thing that's I was That's not how that is, works. You don't just it, bring if, your dog in. They're just like, all right, yeah, we'll put it down for you. Like, you have to prove <laughs> that. Like, come on now. Yeah, I mean, you would be going to the same vet. Like, I wouldn't go to my everyday vet and be told bad news about my dog and then go to a different vet to get him euthanized. No, I would go to my same vet. So it would be they would bring their dog to me because I might not, like, I might be the tech that does that at the vet. But you just said you don't have the, you don't have the certifications for it. I don't. So, but like. Then why are you stealing people's pets? I'm not. (laughs) I'm saying that what would happen in that scenario is I would end up quote euthanizing the pet but just taking the pet home if it became a point where they just couldn't take care of the pet so anymore you want to take the dog home to nature. euthanize it no, man, now, you're, the dog now home. you're really that, going down the serial killer path man i want to take the dog home and give it a good last few days weeks months or whatever and spend all my money making sure this dog is happy and living as long as possible and then dissect it to see how it worked <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not Dexter. I'm not Dexter. Um. Anyway, Rich, what's on the agenda? Uh. So we uh all I believe watched Tremors for book club. Um. Then uh, Cobb, you watched a movie called Holidays. I guess I don't know. Yes. Uh, I actually finished Resident Evil Six this past weekend. Uh. And I have a few little notes about Resident Evil Five as well because I didn't actually finish that when we talked about it last week. Um. And uh. Cobb, I guess, started reading Stormlight Archive. Well, I've done. All right. So, uh, I guess, what did you guys think about Tremors? It was exactly what I thought. I've seen it before. I've seen it several times before. Was I the only one that hadn't seen it before? Yep. Okay. Probably. I enjoyed Um, it. 
Yeah, so yeah. it's more of the question, what did you think of it? I thought it was goofy. Um, it, yeah. it was goofier. Like, I knew it was a, like a comedy horror movie. And I've definitely seen bits and pieces of the other movies. Um, cause I mm-hmm. recognize some of the people, but definitely not from that movie. Um, and like, yeah, like, like it, it was goofy. Um, some of the parts just didn't make sense. Kevin Bacon is Kevin Bacon as hell. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought, um, Reba and her husband were fucking ridiculous. Making yeah, fucking pipe bombs greatest. on their ceiling. Bert, the, the, the actor who plays Bert, he has played some form of his relative in every Tremors movie as far as I know. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, he is, like, the one main... Sta- like, even... There's one, I think it's Tremors 4, where it's, like, the Wild West. It's, like, a prequel, and it's, like, olden days. He is, plays, uh, a, like, a, a, a former relative or a past relative of Bert. Like, he is, he's in as many of them as I can remember. I love, I think it's, is it, I think it's Tremors 3. Um, they're, so as the movies go on, the, 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 uh, Graboids, they evolve. Um, and I believe in Tremors 3, they actually get the ability to fly. And as they're trying to figure out what to call them, uh, it turns out they shoot fire out of their asses. So they become the ass blasters. Nice. Yeah. I know, like, just looking it up, I didn't realize that there was a pretty big gap between movies. Like, mm-hmm. like 1, 2, and 3 were all in the 90s, but, like, had, like, decent gaps between them. And then, like, I think it was 4 and 5 are in, like, the early mid-2000s. And then, like, 2015, I think, was when 6 came out. Yeah, 4 and 5 and probably even 6 are all sci-fi movies. Because um, the, oh. the channel sci-fi. No, I, yeah, I know like, what you the, mean. Uh, I just wanted to clarify for anybody else. Um, because... Like, that that movie, those movies, all three of them, were constantly on that channel. I think they own that movie, those movies. Like, it's constantly on there. They're constantly playing them. At least they were back in the day. That, like, I believe some of them became, like, just straight up made-for-TV movies. Um, and primarily sci-fi. I think I recall, like, the premiere on sci-fi for one of them once. I, I just... I haven't watched much after three, though. I just know they're ridiculous. I mean, that that tracks, though, for that sort of movie to be, like, sci-fi originals at a certain point. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I I did think it was funny, though. I thought it was was over-the-top, goofy, like, them pole vaulting between rocks. Because for whatever reason, these... Not all that... So, here's the thing that got me the most. So, that I just thought was, like, like the the dumbest. So, they can't go through the rocks. Uh Uh-huh. Which is why they were safe on rocks. Yeah. Um... They can completely collapse buildings. We saw that. Um, but then at the end, um, when Kevin Bacon is like leading the one on like that chase at the end and yeah. it bursts through the side of the cliff, like that was a fucking rock. It burst through a rock. Oh, the logic on the creatures <laughs> is entirely non-existent. Yeah. Look, they, they needed, they needed the big explosion of guts and gore at the end. But also, here's my question. And it's about that rock part. Why did they camp out on the fucking rock all night? Wait, what do you mean? They could have pole vaulted during the day, the, that day before. Why did they camp out on the rock at night? It was like midday when they got on the rock. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Why did they, like, spend the night? I mean, obviously, plot plot, uh, plot device is really all it was. Yeah, Kevin was Bacon had to give to his get- jacket to the girl. Exactly, but still, like that was that was the thing that made me laugh the most about it. it. Was like, like of everything else in this movie, I'm like, I literally yelled, "Why the fuck did they stay on that rock overnight?" Especially when like 
they had like these like perfectly smooth long poles to to pole vault with, um, and they all can pole vault like and it's no and no the, problem. The rocks were perf like placed perfectly apart that they could get from there all the way to the was it to the truck or to the house? It was to the truck, right? To, it was to the truck. Yeah. Um. So I I watched. I ended up watching the AMC version. Uh, which was um, the, the made-for-TV version. So it also had the commercial cuts in it. Um, Wait, did you actually have to watch commercials, or did it just go black and come back? It went black and came back, uh, which just made me love this movie even more. Because, like, I know I didn't miss much, because, like, like, the scene after the pole vaulting, and they get into the car uh, and drive away, and she's like, can somebody help me fade to black? Then they're in the... Uh, 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 when it fades back, they're in the, uh, the rest, or not the restaurant, the general store already. I think that's actually how it went. But, like, and does it, like, it's a hard cut to black. Was there a lot of hard cut to black in, in... I'm pretty sure that was, a, at least that spot, I'm pretty sure was a hard cut. Like, it went from, yeah, like, like you said, like, the two guys in, in, in the bed of the pickup truck, her, like, hanging, like, with her, like, feet out of it as it, like, kind of swerves down the road and asking for help. Um, and then yeah. the next thing you know, they're sitting in the, uh, the restaurant telling people what happened and eating sandwiches and soup. That is a wild 90s transition right there, man. Like, if that's legit how it is in the movie, like, oh my god, what kind of a transition is that? Like, Drew, like, I'm not misremembering that, am I? Uh, I don't think so. I can't remember anything that happens in between. Yeah, like, that. that is what I remember. Like, and I, like, it's not like I'm expecting, like, major story beats or anything, but, like, I was expecting, like, a fade to black and then them pulling up into the general store and walking well, in. Well, no, and because then, it's then they have at... to explain how they got from their truck to the general store. Well, the, the, the Graboid didn't follow them there. That's all. Um, but yeah, just, these movies are just so over the top ridiculous. Uh, uh, what was Paradise, Paradise Valley, I believe is what the uh, town is. Like, it gets super popular, and they feed off of uh, the Graboids for tourism in the next few, and it's great. I didn't talk to you. <laughs> Did your Google just pick up? Uh, for some reason, both my home and my mini aren't really, like, connecting properly. I've tried, like, turning them off, turning them back on, resetting, like, unplugging them, like, resetting them, and just for some reason, it's probably whatever is the issue with my Wi-Fi. They just, like, they have trouble with stuff. And just randomly will say, oh, yeah, I don't know what you're asking, even when I didn't ask it. Yeah, so uh, it was like a week or two ago, our our Google Home Mini, um, something on TV was talking about, like, a bad smell. And mm -hmm. for some reason, the Google Home goes, all right, I'll take the fall for it this once. It was me, and I'll do it again. And it made, like, a loud <laughs> farting noise. Why? Really? Yeah. Like, nothing said Google. Like, we didn't, like activated or something like that it was just yeah that's that's amazing these fucking machines like i kind of want to ask my home uh, like what's that smell or whatever but i know for a fact it'll just be like i don't know what you're trying to say try again later if i were to do it probably um because i i don't know what it, it's it has to be my wi-fi i just haven't had time or the ability to call verizon and troubleshoot it because we're always constantly working and shit yeah you just do it middle of the day then you have an excuse not to work for a little while my internet's out <laughs> Oh, I can tell you what, I, what, what, what this a dumb thing about what I'm going to have to do in the middle of the day with the internet being out uh, in uh, with work. Um, they want us to test our devices somewhere else. Oh, right. You mentioned that. So you have to, like, pack up your computer and, like, take it with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they don't, I, they haven't, they haven't given us any more information, but they want to have it done by mid-November, um, from what my sister's telling me. And, like, we flat out, all we have to do is bring our, bring, I have a desktop, we have to bring our desktop somewhere else, hook it up, plug it in, get the monitor going, log in, connect to the Wi-Fi, and connect to the VPN, just to make sure it works somewhere else. Just when you go to the parents' house? I'm going to tell them it's going to take me three hours. You don't live near anybody that that's home and can allow you to do this. Well, here, here's how it goes. It'll take me about twenty to thirty minutes to disconnect my PC, get all the wires and everything, and pack up my one monitor, my PC, my mouse, keyboard, and any cables that I need to go somewhere. Then, all right, to Eric's is maybe like ten, fifteen minutes. To my parents is probably closer to fifteen to twenty. So it'll take about a half hour to get there. And then about a half hour to set up, connect, check the thing, disconnect, and break down. And then another half hour to get home. Another half hour to connect back at home. Alternately, just throwing this out there, you don't have any friends or family that live near you. Your closest friends are either um, like Tim, who lives out in PA, or your friends that live in Ohio. Tim lives in in, in North Carolina. Um, Oh, he moved? Uh, he moved year, uh, over a year no, ago. No, no, like Tim that plays... Oh, Tim Bolger. Oh, yeah, 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 that Tim. I don't know people's last names, man. I know two Tims. I didn't know that. I've only ever met well, one. Well, now you do. But yeah, that Tim, uh, the one that plays bonus action. Like, he's in PA, right? Like, Phoenixville or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in he's in PA, yeah. So, like, that's, that's at least a six-hour drive, depending on what time of day. And, like, your friend's yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. That's, like, a, that's, I, a, I that's a two-day trip. You better get Monday and Tuesday off so yeah. you can test on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just—it's ridiculous. Uh, but back to tremors. Um, I, I love that these fucking worms. Uh, to to kind of your point uh, about the whole jumping off the ledge, they were smart enough to make a trap, but it wasn't smart enough to know that there was a fucking ledge there. Yeah, and like like it it made a bunch like even the when they were running from because a similar thing happens when they were running from it near the beginning and they run into like that like aqueduct ditch thing. Mm-hmm. Um, where like it runs into like the cement and dies. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think but that like, that was one of the that was how they f- kind of figured out that it couldn't go through stone. Yeah, and it's like I can I can admit that at that point they weren't they might not have been as smart, which is why it ran through that. But at the time that they started making a trap ahead of where they were going, somehow knowing where they were going, and it made a trap big enough to to trap a freaking cat tank or cat um. Uh, 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 caterpillar, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, working thing? I, I don't know what those things are called. It's not an excavator. Um. Yeah, you know what? Like, I am drawing a fucking blank on what it's called now. Yeah. Uh, shovel thing. Uh, uh, um. Like, but, like, the fact that they could, it was smart enough to make a ditch big enough for that, but it wasn't smart enough to know, oh, there's a ledge here, maybe turn left. It was just, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like, that. Yeah, so some of the leaps in logic for that were kind of stupid. But, like, yeah. they also, like, some of the stuff they did made sense, you know? When they threw the um the short-fused bomb into its mouth as it, like, popped up, it's like, that was clever. Like, that's a good way to uh to kill one of those yeah. things, make it eat a yeah, bomb. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that that's video game 101 right there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If the boss is a big mouth, you throw the bombs into the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Link's been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I love the Tremor series. It's absolutely so wonderful. In, in in any of the ones that you've seen, do they ever like delve into where these things came from? 
Not as far as I can remember. Um, they might, but like it's been, it's actually been a long time since I've watched these. Uh, since I don't have cable and don't have sci-fi, so I don't sit down to watch them. Um, but as far as I can remember, in like three, in two and three, they just they they use the opportunity to create more graboids and do say things like ass blaster on public television or cable television. Um, but then uh, pro- maybe maybe there's an explanation in like four or five, whichever ones are in the Wild West. Maybe that explains it. Uh, but no, there's not really a. And, and uh, like, as far as I know, there's not really a definitive explanation in any of the ones I've seen, which kind of makes it even better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and like, I'm 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 glad I finally watched that original one because it, it was one of those things. Like, it was never a movie that like I purposely didn't watch. It was just never got around to it, and now I have. Though so, <laughs> knowing that Kevin Bacon's not in the rest of them, like, lowers how much I want to watch the rest of them. There's there's still there's still worth watching. Like, like you just again go into it with. The same mentality of going into this first one. It was just like, this is just goofy. This is dumb and goofy and why, but you're going to love it. Yeah, I mean, I did have a good time. It was just one of those, like, Kevin Bacon was sort of like the selling point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, do either of you have anything else you want to say about Tremors? Uh, no, no, except, uh, so the, um, the second stage is known as a shrieker, which is they walk around and they actually yell and they see by sound again. But they're actually walking on the ground. And the third stage is the ass blaster. Uh, I looked it up, and apparently the ass blaster then lays the egg for the graboid. So, like, they evolve. They don't. They they're not evolving. They actually like they grow up from graboid to shrieker to ass blaster. That's you know good for them for knowing what they're doing. Yeah, good for them. Um, um but speaking of real quick, speaking of Kevin Bacon, did you watch that trailer for the Christmas special? No, no, I didn't. Watch the trailer for the Christmas special. It's I, great. I don't want to. Why not? Because it comes out like next month. Yeah, it's like mid-November or something like that. Yeah, I'd rather just or wait for it and see it then. Yeah, true. It's great though. It's great. I watched it. Like I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna watch anything else for it. But I watched the trailer and it's just. It's so dumb. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, as soon as I found out that that um he was doing a a Christmas special for the Guardians, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be just stupid, but like in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very Guardians Christmas. Uh, but Drew, you said I believe you said earlier that you you had a pick for the next book club. Oh, I mean that was mostly a joke, but we totally could. Well, what was it? Uh, it was something from the Gaming Historian YouTube channel. But all right, well, pick something. All right, let me find one that's not only like ten minutes long. Man, this guy's showing up unprepared. Do do do. So w- while you're looking at that, um, just to to segue for a minute. Uh, did you guys see that um, James Gunn is now co-heading um, DC's movies, television, and animation? I saw you share that. I didn't get a chance to like really read the uh, the post yeah, or no, read he, the article or anything. He is now one half of basically DC's like Kevin Feige. Nice. So like, not definitely not going to see him make any more uh, Marvel stuff. But you know, Peacemaker was fun, and like Peacemaker was fun and different from Suicide Squad. And, like, the Suicide yeah. Squad was fun, too. So, like, mm-hmm. it at least bodes well. Yeah, hopefully, like, they actually figure out their shit and, like, make these movies not so... Like, the I, I wouldn't say that all, all of them were bad, but, like, make them better. 
Well, no, like, it's a complete fucking disaster now because, like, who knows what the Flash is going to happen. Um, yeah. Henry Cavill is officially back as Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's, they've still also got Robert Pattinson's Batman, which is, like, a totally different Batman from what we saw in the Snyderverse. Yeah. <laughs> I saw an article about, um, uh, what's his name, Be- being Superman again. And it was, like, it didn't say, um, you just said his name and I forget it. Henry Cavill. Uh, yeah, it didn't say Henry Cavill is reprising his role as Superman. It says, the actor who played Superman in Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice and, and this and, like, is reprising his role. Kevin, uh, uh, Henry Cavill is being Superman again. I'm like, why did you say it that way? We, we know Henry Cavill. It would have been better if they he- said, like, um, Geralt of Rivia is back as Superman. Yeah. That's that's my thing though. Like that's that's also what I'm trying to like agree with. Is like you're gonna say the guy who originally played these characters in these movies is taking his role back. Why not say the guy who also plays these characters, the guy who was in Mission Impossible something or other as the hunky nerd, um, he is back at being Superman again. Yeah. I mean, like, that is actually the the way... But so, doing it the way they did, it gets the most possibility of clicks. Yeah, because then, like... Cause if, you just, the if, if they just say Henry Cavill is Superman again, no one has to click it. That's that's the fucking article. They, yeah. they, they spend 1,200 words telling you that Henry Cavill is Superman again. Um, Drew, did you find one? Okay, so, four options. History of the ESRB, History of Tetris, History of Mario 3, or History of Mario War. Rich, I'm going to let you pick. Man, I don't. You know Tetris, man. Okay. I knew Tetris. you were gonna pick Tetris. I have heard that that is like the the story behind Tetris is actually fascinating. Apparently, I, oh, it's wild from what I recall hearing. But yeah, I haven't I haven't really looked into it or read up into it in like forever, so I can't really remember anything. It's about uh, like an hour. Okay, fifty nine minutes. Can you throw a? Oh, I think you already did throw a link. Just sent it in the Facebook chat. Well, thank you. Oh, that is such a long link. Fuck you, Facebook. Did it really send this? Yeah, like, I just right-clicked on it and said copy link, and it gave me, like, the Facebook, like, affiliate link, basically. Oh, gee. Fucking Facebook. Google started doing that now, too. If you Google something and click on, like, one of the links, it prepends the the URL with a fucking, like, Google bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's very annoying. Um, Anyway, so uh, the other day, it was actually, I think it was actually after we watched Tremors. Um, we watched this movie on Amazon called Holidays. What is that? Um, it is an anthology movie. Um, they're mostly supposed to be horror movies. Um, but it's basically, it, it's, it goes through a year of like the like prominent holidays. So it mm-hmm. starts with Valentine's Day. Um, so you get Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Halloween, and Christmas and New Year. So you get seven, I want to say it was seven holidays across like this hour and a half ish movie um it was not good it was incredibly fucking boring um each so you figure like whatever the math is like divide seven into um 90 90 and that's about how long each part was um they were all directed by somebody different they all starred uh, different people like like anthologies normally would uh kevin smith actually directed the uh the halloween one and it starred his daughter as well as um the main guy from Epic Mealtime. Okay. Um, and oh man, what's his name? Harley Har- something or other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, he's the only guy left in Epic Mealtime. Yeah, like they they don't really do much anymore. I was gonna like, say, is that channel even still active? I think so. 
I know, like, it's still listed as active. I don't know how often it gets updated. But, yeah, so they had that one, and then Seth Green was in the Christmas one. And some of them had, like, a little bit of, like, a Black Mirror feel to them. Like, actually, the Halloween and um and Christmas had very Black Mirror feels to them. But um all the rest of them were just kind of fucking boring. Um, like, the first one, the Valentine's Day one, was, like, a girl that gets picked on and has a crush on, like, her swim coach. So she, the girl that, like, teases her the most, she, um, she attacks her and cuts out her heart and then takes it to her teacher. They literally just uploaded a video an hour ago. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. So it's, like, active-active still. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, this, unfortunately, like, like, this is one of those things where, like, Erica was just kind of strolling through movies and she's like, oh, this sounds like it could be interesting. Because, like, on paper, it sounds like it could be interesting. Um, Trick or Treat from, from a handful of years ago, pretty good fucking anthology horror movie. Um, but it has like, like an interesting through line through it also. Um, so we ended up renting this because it, it's not just available for streaming and it was fucking garbage. We were like 30 minutes into it. And I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking thing. Like I haven't been interested in any of this. And she's like, yeah, like this wasn't good. Um, but we paid like four bucks for it. So we sat through the whole fucking thing. Um, and now I'm here to tell everybody don't fucking waste your time. It's just like the Kevin Smith one was funny. If nothing else, like it, it, it went too far, like and too long, but like, Bits of it were funny. Um, the Seth Green one, so much fucking Black Mirror in that one. Um, it, it, he basically, um, he's trying to buy like like a, a VR, AR sort of headset thing for his kid for Christmas. And uh, the store's closed. It's apparently Christmas Eve, so he's a shitty parent. And uh, a guy buys the last one ahead of him. And that guy like has like a heart attack. Or, like he basically falls on the ground and can't reach his pills. It's one of those things. And Seth Green, instead of helping him, just takes the headset and leaves and lets him die on the on the ground. And the headset's supposed to show you, like, the real you. So, like, he starts seeing, like, this guy dying and stuff like that. Like, from, like, the guy's point of view instead of, and, like, so sees him. Like, it's very fucking weird. And at the, it, it ends with his wife apparently a um, a serial killer. Like, just out of nowhere. Like, his, his wife was just kind of shitty to him the whole, like, snippet. And then, like, at the end, like, he puts the headset on and sees her, like having her boss tied to a chair in, like, a plastic, like, Dexter room, um, beating him with a hammer. It's like, okay, yeah, no, this makes zero sense, but it very much had that, like, technology is bad Black Mirror vibe. So, like, yeah, just total waste of fucking time and money. Don't don't bother with it. It, ma- it makes you wonder, like, where, like, why why they went with Amazon and uh, and releasing it as a full feature. Like, I, I, I'm looking at the wiki, and it's it was uh, premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2016. Um, and, and then it was released through VOD and that's it. Like, this sounds like something that I definitely would watch if it were, you know, on Netflix and like each segment was its own thing and I could like watch a few and then walk away because that's what Love, Death and Robots is. It's different writers, different animators, different directors making two hours worth of content to watch in a season. Like, why did they go with the route of releasing it on VOD as a single release? That's just, that's weird. Yeah, and I don't look, know why they did that. But, like, so anthologies, like, they're not super uncommon. Like, especially, like, horror anthology. Definitely a thing. Definitely works when it's, like, one feature-length thing that's just, like, broken up into, like, a bunch of, like, individual, like, vignettes. This one mm-hmm. is just not good. And, like, looking at the Wikipedia yeah. for it, like, the reception, it's, it's, it's basically 50. It's 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um... Within average, um, damn, it's only 105 minutes. You had to pay three dollars for that shit. Fuck, four dollars, four dollars for that shit. Fuck, yeah. 
And like it, it was I, like it was it was a bad fucking it was not worth that. Like like four dollars isn't a big deal. Like I don't mind that I spent the money on it if there was any true entertainment value to it. But like I would have had a better time watching fucking wrestling. <laughs> I can I like like I, I honestly can feel you on it. Like that that sucks. That sucks that that was that, that was how it was. Whereas like I'm pretty sure like when we got Trick or Trick or Treat a couple years ago and it was just free on streaming and like that movie's fucking fantastic. And then the, this one huge fucking disappointment. It's but like like knowing that it you, knowing that it premiered at Tribeca like that actually tracks because this feels like a film festival movie that probably did well with that sort of crowd because like film festivals always kind of like draw like the very like artsy movies and I feel like that's what this was going for. Like it was, it was trying to tell tell you something different, and like it just fucking failed miserably at being entertaining. Volume three of Love, Death, and Robots was a hundred and thirty minutes, and uh, that was free. So no, it was part of Netflix. Yeah, but it is free because you have you're not paying your monthly fee to for Netflix. It was you're paying to have Netflix have access to all this. It, yes, sa- it was. That sounds like you rationalizing you paying for Netflix every no. month. <laughs> No, yeah, like yes, you had to pay to watch it, but you didn't have to pay to watch just that. Well, you had I to guess pay to here, watch everything that's available. Here's the question: The month you watched that, did you watch anything else on Netflix? Absolutely, I did. Probably Community or Seinfeld or um, uh, Kim's Convenience or Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the shows that I watch when I go to bed at night because oh, that that doesn't count the, because you're going to bed. You're not watching it. I mean, I'm I'm sure I probably did watch something here or there. Where I'm not sure, but okay, I'm sure I did. Okay, I'll I'll allow it then. We probably had a book club thing that I had to watch on that. Yeah, maybe It Man or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Or that I don't know. I, I don't anymore. know. I don't know yeah. either. Is somebody? Is there like kids screaming outside, Rich? Yeah, my windows are closed. Like I just I couldn't tell if that was a child scream or if it was just like a random like squeak. No, they're just literally that fucking loud outside. Yeah, no children. I, children are the my, fucking worst. My front door was open, um, and, like, they weren't that loud. And then as I asked Jensen to close the door and sh- as she was leaving, they got louder with the door closed. Yeah, no, kids are the fucking worst. Because they yeah. do. They just stand outside and scream for no reason. I mean, it's also one of my windows, uh, the top window doesn't stay sealed shut, so it, like, slowly, slowly inches down over a course of months. And, like, there's, like, a crack, but it's still, that well, that crack wouldn't... Why don't you just put up... Set up. Why don't you just lock your window so they can't do that? I've done that before, and my window locks are now broken, because... <laughs> uh, what the fuck, man? Just, my, my windows are fucking old, man. Like, they're old as shit. Man, just burn they're, your house they're down like and start 30 over. years old. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to, man. Just, These windows are younger than me, but maybe older than Jensen. Just, I mean, it's only a two-year difference, wait, but... Just wait until like, Jensen and Kwame go out. Move your stuff into the backyard. Just fucking light a mat. I I would love to, absolutely love to. Uh do do I have to wait for them to move out? Can they just be away on vacation? No, no, I didn't say move out. I said wait till they leave. Meaning like okay. go out. Um, because like fuck their stuff. That doesn't matter. But like you don't yeah. want them in the house when it happens. That's sure. That's homicide. Yeah. Like if you get caught for arson, you don't also want to get caught for murder. True. What? True. One of them is, like, insurance fraud. The other one is murder. Yeah, I guess you're right on that one. Um, Speaking of murder, uh, how was Resident Evil 6, Rich? So, before we get into 6, last week we talked a little bit about 5, but and I ended up beating it after stream on on Wednesday last week. 
at like fucking 2.30 in the morning. Something like that. It was only supposed to take me like four hours. It took me like six or more. I can't remember. But fuck the end of that game. Literally fuck the end of that game. Somehow they turn it into a cover shooter. Which like, it's the shittiest cover shooter ever. Uh, you can't cover behind everything. Only things that have black and white lines on it. Or black and yellow lines on it. Um, and in order to like lean out or pop out, it's just not good. Um, and, and to, uh, to reload, you have to pop out of cover to draw your weapon to hit the reload button. That, I mean, that so, sounds yeah. normal. No, <laughs> no. You don't pop out of cover to reload your gun. That's what you go into cover for. Um, and then because that game is built around co-op, like, you, you have to manage the other character's resources, make sure they have enough health, uh, make sure they have enough ammo. Um, but also there are several boss fights, several boss fights that require more strategy than, than, than you can really do with an AI controlled character. Um, for instance, Wesker, the final fight with Wesker is the absolute bullshit because he does this move where like he'll, you have to wait for him to do this move where he raises his arms, and then you have to get behind him to shoot him. But you can't get behind him to shoot him if he's aiming at you. And nine times out of ten, he's aiming at you, the pl- the, the the player. So you like it, you you have to like kind of like be standing right next to him the entire time f- for him to stand still to get ready to do his attack to get behind him to shoot him. And it's just. They, uh, he has an ability that's a one-hit kill no matter how much health you have. That your AI character... Uh, my AI character got caught in that so many times. Um, that I ended up uh, at one point just like... I had enough points to buy a bunch of grenade ammo. Because I was also running out of ammo fighting this boss multiple times. Where I was trying to kill him with a knife at, at, a, few, at a few points. Um, I ended up just buying a bunch of grenade ammo and killed him in one phase. Because I, I I was able to do that at that point, but it, it's just like I, that has now become my least favorite Resident Evil game, even behind Zero. Yes, with an asterisk of if you play it with somebody, it redeems itself. Did you do any co-op with it? No, I did no co-op with Zero. Then how do you no or with with, with no with with when I when I originally played it, I did it all co-op. But that was a decade ago. Yeah, but like I still remember how the game went with co-op, and it like. Based on my experiences with this, if you had somebody else with you and you could coordinate your attacks and coordinate who he's aiming at and, you know, like, swap ammo and whatnot properly, you could easily handle it. The worst part is you cannot swap weapons in the middle of a fight. So if I run out of ammo for all of my weapons and the other person has all the ammo for all of their weapons, they, you can't give them weapons. You can only give them ammo. So, like, playing solo, it ends up being you use Sheva as a mule to carry around all the ammo in the world while you're carrying around all the guns and, and shit. That sounds like the best it's, way to play. It, it was it was the worst. It was the worst. <laughs> I, I literally, like, what I did is I would upgrade every pistol that I got and ju- like to the fullest and just give it to her. And I did not run around with a pistol. She had pinpoint accuracy and aim on enemies that did not have mechanic. And would kill things constantly. Like, she was what got me through that game. But, like, all of the ammo I was getting was for the pistols. And that's it. I wasn't getting any ammo from my weapons. Which, that sucks. Yeah, it just, it was, 
at the end of it all, it was it was the least fun out of any of the games. I had to play through Resident Evil Zero twice. This was the least fun out of any of them. Um, but going into six, I I was I was down on it because like I remember playing it back in the day and like not necessarily liking it, but for certain reasons and mostly because of the disjointed multiple storylines. Instead of them just doing one full storyline, they had four different ones that are all, like, separate time, like, step, separate times during the thing, but they all connect and whatnot, um, and that game is better than I remember it being. It is, it was a solid game, it is fun, it is not a survival horror, it is not a traditional Resident Evil, um, in a sense of survival horror, but it does a lot of neat things with, like, skill abilities to where you can, like, uh, between between missions or when you uh, when you die or when you start up, you can buy skill points and you can set up like different skill sets. Like I think it's up to twelve skill sets. So like I generally ran around with max firearms, max uh, critical hits, and max um, damage to whatever type of enemy those characters were facing. So like when you played as Ada, she fought both zombies and Yavo. So I switched back and forth between the two sets. Uh, but you okay. could have it where they gave, you, you could have it where they gave you a lot of items. They gave you more item drops. Uh, and that's like one way to like grind for more points is getting the better item drops. Um, the most redeemable part about this game is the AI character, although doesn't do a lot of damage, has unlimited ammo and unlimited health. Oh, I didn't realize that you, game actually had AI characters with you. Yeah. If you play solo, you get an, an AI character with you that does not fucking matter. You don't have to worry about them. They always get out of scenarios. They always get out of situations. Like, you have to worry about yourself and not them. Which is the best part out of Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. With all of them having AI characters. Even even Zero to an extent. Zero, you could uh, you controlled both of them and switched back and forth. But if you weren't controlling one, you controlled the other with your other joystick. Um, even with Zero, like... You had this was better because if you had your if you were playing just solo, the other person they 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 did their thing. They did what they needed to do. So if there was a puzzle or if they needed to shoot something to get them off you, they did that. But they didn't generally overshoot because they didn't have an ammo count. They had a limited ammo. They didn't have health. They had a limited health. They could keep getting hit. But like they also stayed out of the way to make you do it. So the AI kind of worked better in my opinion because. I didn't have to worry about them, so it was like they weren't there. Whereas in, like, 4 and 5, you have to manage resources for both you and the AI character. If Sheva dies, game's over. You're you're done, too. And, like, there's instances in Resident Evil 5 where you and Sheva have to split apart from each other. And if you do that and can't get back to them, you have to restart that segment. You know what? I don't remember that at all. Yeah. So the 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 thing that like I rec- I remember the most from this playthrough and the last of five is there is a room that you have to climb up on, uh, into an elevator and go up and as you're going through these rafters only one of the characters can go through them because you're going through the rafters um, type two liquors are coming out which they they their hearing is a little bit more sensitive and they're stronger but they still can't see um, Sheva or you whoever is not up there is on the ground, and they just have to travel around the rafters to get to a room to unlock a door to get a switch and whatnot. Whereas the other one, 
uh, is like shooting the, 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 the lickers as they're coming out. But like the lickers can also attack them. So it was the hardest decision for me to figure out, do I send the AI up into the rafters and try to defend them? Or do I go up in the rafters and try to defend myself and hope Sheva's okay down here? Because if Sheva dies, like, she'll have health and she can heal herself if she needs to. She has healing. But if she, like, falls unconscious and I can't raise her in time, I have to restart this part all over again. And, like, that's that's a lot of the problem with Five is if your AI-controlled character does something stupid and you're separated from them, you got to restart because the computer was dumb. Yeah, no, that does actually sound super frustrating. Like, I played that game in 2009, so, like, I don't remember that at all. But I remember not having any issues with the AI at the time. Like, when I think back on that game, like, I remember being able to use the AI as almost, like, bait at times. Um, yeah. And, like, hanging out, like, on, like, high ledges and just sniping the enemies from far away while, like, the AI was kind of, like, the one drawing fire. Or not fire, but, like, drawing yeah. attention. No, like, the AI works wonders. If you if you set the AI to cover mode, they'll cover you and defend you. And that's how I had her most of the time. But if you have the AI set to attack, they just go. And they have pinpoint aim. But it's like they end up using a lot more ammo that way because they're shooting at everything instead of defending you. Um, so it's like, it's a catch-22, and it's, it's just, when it comes to Resident Evil 5, like, the, because it was built around a co-op, it just, it, 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 there's too much management needed for something that's beyond your control at times. Whereas in Resident Evil 6, it's built for co-op, like, to support co-op, you don't have to worry about that. And that's, like, a very redeemable quality to me. And it, it's what made the game more fun as well, because it's like, alright, well, I'm running around as Jake. I don't need to worry about Sherry. Let's just get these objectives done. Let's kill this. Let's do that. Um, and like whenever Sherry was in a Sherry only spot, the AI worked proper. The way the AI worked the way it needed to work to progress, not the way a character, a normal player would play, but the way it needed to work to progress. So it was, it was like they were solid. Both of them had very solid AIs, but like it's just, yeah, it was. When it comes to Resident Evil 5, it is just oh, so bad. But 6, like, I stand by my issues of they should have found a way to just combine it all into a single story playthrough. Because it does get repetitive at times when I'm playing as Chris doing the Europe stuff and we get into a boss fight where Sherry and Jake are there with us. And then I go play as Sherry and Jake and I have to do that boss fight again. And it's not really that particularly great of a boss fight. Like, like the, 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 the Europe stuff was kind of just boring. Um, but like, then there's also, like, you're playing as Leon and you run into Sherry and Jake and there's a boss fight. Like, that is a little bit more of a fun fight, but why did I have to do that twice? Especially since you have a new game plus mode, you probably could have programmed it in that, like, since it's tracking who you beat the game with, if you track that I beat the game with Leon, Anytime Leon and Sherry interact in a gameplay fashion, you already did this as one. You don't have to do it as the other thing. Like, like that's really part. Like, that's pretty much my biggest complaint. That and there were just some sequences that just weren't needed. There was a whole sequence with uh, with Ada in a helicopter that was just like it took too long. Um, and uh, let's see what what else. Was Ada in a helicopter that took too long. And there was it was this is the funniest thing. It was the final fight with Jake and Sherry against Oostank, uh, um, where it was in a full-on cutscene, and they grab a gun, and they're getting ready to do the last shot, 
and then it cuts the cutscene to go into rendered gameplay or to go into a gameplay uh in engine stuff so you can get the QTE to shoot the gun and then it cuts back into the pre-rendered cutscene. Like it literally fades to black in engine, fades to black, cutscene again. Yeah, I remember I remember when six came out, like it had a lot of complaints for just like the pacing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 a lot of because there it's it's you have if you're going to do all the storylines you have to play through the same parts at times. Yeah, and it's doesn't it have unskippable cutscenes? Or am I am I misremembering that? I don't. I no. I I don't think it does. I I did skip a few cutscenes because I played through both Jake and Sherry and Chris and Pierce's story in the same stream. So anytime those two interacted in a cutscene, I skipped it because we had already seen that cutscene five hours ago. Okay. Uh, so it did have skippable cutscenes, but there are. It, it didn't have skippable scenes that you already did, like fighting bosses. Which, I mean, that's fair. Like, if you do New Game anyway. Plus, you still have to fight a boss. Yeah. And, like, for the most part, the game did very well with not u- reusing um, resources from other uh, stories. With the exception of when they cross, they're, they generally, both characters were in different areas. The only time that I experienced, like, a very bad level of reusing resources was Ada's story. It was Ada's story was just, she's just following behind the entire time, basically. And so she's going through everyone's story right behind them. So you're going back through a lot of the areas the characters have either already been through or going to go through later. So like, that's kind of like, oh man, they could have, they could have cut a lot of this. They could have changed this. They could have used something different. They did really good before all this, but it was just, it was, yeah, it was, uh, that was, like, the only thing that, like, kind of sucked. Um, I didn't get into any of the other additional modes. Mercenaries is mercenaries. There's not really much to talk about that. Uh, there was a mode where you can jump into, uh, like, another player's game as a zombie and, like, try to fight them and whatnot. I didn't jump into that mode, but I don't think there's a lot of support for it anymore anyway. Yeah, there probably. So, <laughs> I, I wasn't even gonna try. Um, but yeah, it, it, it had, it had a lot of very, a lot, a lot more redeemable, redeemable uh, uh, features in the game that made me enjoy it more than I thought I was going to. But I also went into it with a, like, oh man, I remember not really liking this game feeling and dreading playing it because it was 20 hours, but it was 20 f- enjoyable hours. Like, there was only a few points where I'm just like, all right, this is, this, this didn't need to happen, or man, why are they back here type of stuff. And that was mostly during Ada's campaign. Man, you're one of, like, six people that enjoys that game. If you go to Steam... All-time positive. Oh, really? Yeah. If you go to, like, I mean, yeah, there are user reviews or whatever, but if you go into the Steam reviews of Resident Evil 6, it's mostly positive reviews. Well, good uh, for even, that game. Even, even as of recent, too. Like, it's it's wild that, like, as of, like, recent reviews, even. Let's see, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Why did it... <clears throat> uh, 282 recent reviews, 76% of 282 users... Uh, reviews in the last 30 days are positive. Uh, 80% of the 28,000 reviews are positive. Like, it's a very positively reviewed game. So, I, and people I talked to were like, yeah, we actually enjoyed this game. It's, it's, the, or like, it was a good game, but like, I did talk to a lot of people that was just like, I had somebody come into my stream every day I played it and was like, what can I do to get you to not play this? And I, I had enough of it, uh, on, uh, on like the, 
last day. I was like, bro, you have tried to get me to stop playing this for three days. Either stop coming to the stream through this game, or acknowledge that it's not as bad as what you remember. Was it Eric? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was somebody else. I mean, some people really do get that, like, there's a chance that person either never played it or played it once in 2012. Oh, he, he, he played it once in 2012 and never never looked back. And, like, that's that's the same argument I had against people who, like, who look at, like, Resident Evil 4 with nostalgia and, like, say that it is still a good game. Like, no, it yeah. deserves the praise it got in 2005. It is a fucking broken mess by today's standards. Yeah, it is. It is. It is still a good game. But if I had my choice of what games to play, it would probably. I would probably go for six before four for sure. Um, and I, I, as of this point in time, I enjoyed six more, and I had better time with six than I did with four. And I think six, although yes, it is eight years newer or younger. Uh, um. It, it it used what Resident Evil 4 had better. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Drew and I can agree that, that your opinions are generally wrong. Yeah, I'm look, I'm just a Capcom fanboy here, so... I mean, that is uh, true. You, yeah. You, you, you do love you some Monster <laughs> Hunter. No, I, it is... I'm not denying that. Like, I literally... I, I, I have built my stream around Capcom, Monster Hunter, Resident Evil, and Mega Man. When are you going to get into like, Street Fighter? I can't do fighters. I mean, you can. You're just choosing not to. No, I just, I can't. I can't. I can't. They're just, they're not fun to me. Get yourself a nice hitbox. Mm-hmm. Make a whole new I, fighting game. Uh, a hitbox? What? It's 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 a controller. It, it's like all oh. buttons instead of like um an analog stick. Yeah. They they are they are one of the, like the preferred things for like high level like fighting games. Okay. Do they really get used in a lot of like? actual fighting games i know they're super popular for smash brothers but like i don't know how popular they are for like street fighter or Mortal. so maybe I think, mortal Kombat because i think mortal street Kombat's fighter moved. so and that's the thing i think mortal Kombat and street fighter might actually still be more traditional like arcade sticks but i think some of the more like specials are not like necessarily like diet like directional input related that uh okay like Tekken and yeah things things where it's more like you just need to be able to move in different planes and counter and attack and stuff like that yeah because like you don't you don't have to do quarter circles in all fighting games right but you absolutely do in Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat unless Mortal no, Kombat has changed Mortal Kombat's never had quarters that's how you do um Sub Zero's ice nope it's just down forward. I always not... just did the quarter circle motion for it. Right, but, I mean, yes, but it does not actually, the down-right input is not required. Like, if yeah, you I never noticed that. If you were to just hit down-then-right, you would do the the freeze. But if you were to just hit down-then-right and try and try to do a fireball in Street Fighter, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, because it, it, it is a quarter circle. I just assumed, like, Sub-Zero's Ice was quarter circle because I did the same motion for both. Yeah, no, it's just down forward. All like, Street I, Fighter. Or, you uh, you rub your thumb moves. across the the D pad until the fucking move happens. Mm-hmm. You build up that nice catalyst. I, I kind of now actually don't know that Street Fighter act or Mortal Kombat at least like one, two, and three. I don't know it really if it really has diagonal input. Honestly, it might not. And like, I, I mean, maybe in the arcade guess... it does, but not not for like movement or not yeah. for um like specials. Yeah, I mean, I guess like 
you do jump in still, MK. Yeah, because you can definitely di- diagonal jump and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and it does have, like, a flying kick, so... Not that that needs diagonal, but, like, your characters can move on that diagonal axis. So I imagine the uh, the controls would be supported. Yeah. But, yeah, Rich, so, you know, next month, Street Fighter Five. No, I already have so many suggestions of other game uh, 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 series I should play through. I had one friend was like... You should do. You should do God of War because I was talking about uh, whether or not I'm going to be doing God of War initially or not, uh, or like at launch. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get my capture card because I needed to use my Twitch money to actually pay bills. Um, so I'm hoping to get it soon, but <clears throat> that's a shame uh, too because like those Elgados aren't that expensive either. But like at the no, same time, th- like God pay bills or you don't have a place to stream. Yeah. The thing that the thing that pisses me off is the Elgato I was going to get was on sale. Which one are you going to get? Before, like the HD sixty uh, or whatever. I it was like the 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 mid tier one, like the cheaper of the the two or whatever. I can't remember, but it was like it was one twenty as opposed to like one sixty or some shit like that, one seventy. And I, I was and like, fuck, yeah, one twenty is actually not a bad price. It. Yeah, and I was like, I should have bought it then. But, like, when I went to go buy it, it wasn't on sale, and I was like, shit, I gotta pay bills first. Um, so I'm hoping I should be able to get it within the next, uh, couple of weeks, but I don't think I'm gonna do God of War at launch. Um, because I think that game is big enough to where that's gonna lower my, um, uh, what's the word, what was the word I was using? Uh, it's gonna lower my views, basically. It's gonna lower my, uh, uh, uh not views, um, exposure, because of how many people are going to be playing Resident, or, or God of War, that I'm just like, I'll pick something else but i have other games i need to play before doing that i mean so now I mean, pokemon's might... coming still <clears throat> oh yeah pokemon is a game that like even though it'll probably lower my exposure i'm still probably just gonna do that right away just because like i think that game isn't gonna be as big as god of war like playing god of war at launch it was going to be as bad as it was playing uh uh elden ring at launch on stream it's just I'm not going to get anybody new. I'm not. Yeah. But Pokemon might be a little bit less. But also I've built my community sort of around Pokemon as well. So it, it kind of might work. That's true. You did play quite a bit of Pokemon like at different points. Yeah. So. yeah I've had Legends Arceus on there. I've had... Uh, I did Pokemon Unite once or twice. Um, and like they know... Everyone knows like one of my redemptions is to have a plushy uh, Absol just hang out on my chair. Uh, they know I like Pokemon, so... Uh, but do you have anything else you want to say about uh, Resident Evil? No, no. Uh, if if you're somebody who hated on Resident Evil back in the day, give it another shot. It, it's not it's not a horror mo- game. It's not a horror movie, either. Um, but uh, one of my viewers laid it out the best way. Capcom saw their animated Resident Evil movies and said, let's turn this into a game. Did those animated ones was. come out before six, uh, back and forth, yeah, both before and after. I didn't know. We that. had some that, yeah, we had we had. There were some that came out right after five. We had some that came out that took place before four. That came out after five. Like it's, they, yeah, they're all over the place. So I never watched any of them. So they're they're solid. They're not like the best things ever. Um, but they're 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 solid sci-fi action films. I'll take your word for it. I like. I will probably never watch them, but. Mm. That's good that they're not bad. Yeah. Um. But I will absolutely not play six. I mean, I don't own it's it. Fine. So. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, uh, what are we up to? Okay. So, um, 
I've read um like four thousand pages worth of this fucking series. It's a lot of pages. That's that's too many too many pages. It's a lot of pages. How many how many of them had pictures on them? Um, I don't know, maybe a dozen. It's not enough pictures. No, there are very few pictures, but the pi- when there are pictures, they're very well done. Yeah, but I need pals and whams and smacks. Oh yeah, no, no. These pictures are generally like diagrams and like maps and shit like that. Yeah, that's not a good picture. This move, this book sucks. Why do I keep wanting to say movie? Uh, because you're bad at things. I am bad at things. <laughs> um, no, but uh, super interesting series. Um, so I, I'm I'm on book four right now. Um, which there are only four books out at the moment. Um, out of a planned ten. So you know, there's there, there's a lot of stories still to go. But it, it's it's like a high fantasy book, so it, it's in a world that's like besieged by war. Um, I talked a little bit about the first book um, when I started it back in August, because um, I was complaining about the narration of the audiobook. Yeah. Um, which I I eventually grew accustomed to like the delivery of the woman, and it does not irk me as much anymore. Um, but I do kind of like swap off and on, like if I'm like walking the dog or like something like that, like I'll listen. I might listen to a chapter. Um, but then at night I usually like read a chapter or two. Um, but yeah, it's basically like in this world, like a thousand years prior, there was this order of knights and they basically all had like superpowers. Um, but they had like different superpowers based on like what like group they were a part of. So like you had some that could, that could fly and that could, um, make other items fly or other people. You had some that could do like illusions on themselves and others, you had some that could heal or like slide, like um, they could they basically make their bodies slick and literally just like skate across grass. So, so wizards with only one spell. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, That's boring, man. Why not have, give your wizards like four spells at least? Well, so it it makes them it it gives them like this. They're not all powerful. Is basically it, and they also they basically have limited mana. Um, in order to to do this, they have to have um, Stormlight. That's why it's called the Stormlight Archive, which um, they get from, like, gems, which they are also used as currency in this world. And the gems, um, as you use them, like, you draw the light out of them and they, they go out. Um, and then there's this storm that encompasses the whole world that just, it's basically like a hurricane that never um, ends. So it just circles the planet. And, like, once every, like, week or two, it comes back by, like, the same path. Um, and it recharges all of their stones with more stormlight. Um, and then anyone that has these powers also has like sometimes invisible, but like sometimes not invisible spirit thing that is like their companion and their their friend. I guess would be the best way to put it. That grants them the power that they get. Um, but it also gives them like a cool ass sword that they can like summon and change at will. Um, okay. And the way the sword works is if it's an inanimate object, it will cut through it like butter. Like, doesn't matter what it is. that You can literally use this sword to, like, carve um, mountains without any real resistance. If it's through, like, an organic thing, like like a living person, um, it does not leave any marks. Um, the sword will pass directly through the person. Wherever it passes through, it, um, they basically describe it as um, severing the soul. So, cut. The, the best comparison for you, Rich, and Drew, I don't think you would get it, is um, when the third Hokage takes um orochimaru's arms yep yeah um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um so that's kind so, of so so orochimaru is a snake man 
And the Hokage is the king of the village. So let's look this at it this such way. such a bad no, description. <laughs> so, so Orochimaru is the quarterback. And the third Hokage is the guy who's going to uh, blitz the quarterback. But, unfortunately, the the guy who's going to blitz the quarterback didn't get there quite on time. And was only able to, like, maybe knock his arms so it would have been a pass interference because that's a stupid fucking rule in my opinion. But it would have been a pass interference. But then Orochimaru, the Snake Man, the quarterback, couldn't do his thing anymore because of that. Does that help? No. Okay. It's all right, Rich. You understood the the description. I, but, I yes, yes, absolutely. So like, if if you if you cut somebody with your sword and you just cut their arm, um, they lose all feeling and use of that arm. It actually they describe it as actually like the color drains out of it. Um, if you were to like cut somebody at the neck or like uh, through their spine or heart, um, it's just instant death. They um, they describe it as their eyes like burning, basically, like like smoke comes out of their eyes and they just drop dead. Um, so it's it's very much like a if you have one of these swords, you can just completely decimate armies. Um, and these knights have them. Um, and they're tied to their like partner spirit thing. Um. In the past, though, the, the order, um, basically gave up. Um, they found out, like, a dark secret and they all just abandoned their, like, duty or what have you and threw their swords away. And in doing so, they killed the spirits that, like, created their swords. Um, yeah, it's really sad. So in, like, the present time, um, people still use these swords. And it's basically if you keep the sword with you long enough, eventually it will bond to you. And then you can summon and release it, um, with, within 10 heartbeats. Um, but it's, it's a dead spirit basically inside the sword. Um, so it's like taboo once they start finding out about it. It's interesting. Like, like the whole world is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. and it's basically like it starts out where it's just kind of like two opposing armies fighting each other, but like no one really seems to have a good reason why they're fighting each other other than, the one army happened to kill the other army's king because he was maybe doing something, like, shady. Um, but rather than, like, calling anybody on it, they just hired an assassin to murder him. <laughs> um, but, like, it slowly escalates to, by the third book, they're fighting, like, one of three gods that r- used to rule the world. And, yeah, it's wild. That seems seems interesting. I'm going to need a full book report on it so I can use it, potentially, as inspiration for a D&D game. Actually, like... No lie, like, the whole the whole Stormlight Archive series, like, it has a lot of really cool concepts that would actually go really well in that, and, um... Except wizards need more than one spell. So, let... No, I mean, you're not... <laughs> I'm not you're legitimately... Not you're not I'm wrong. not legitimately complaining that about that, though. It's like, it's it's an interesting concept. It's not... They're not wizards. They're more like... They're quirks. But they're quirks that work on other people. But so, you're, you're not wrong, though. Like, like, a wizard would have more than one spell, so... To use like one of the main characters in the book, um, he is a um, a windrunner is what like his like group is called. Um, he's one of the one of the ones that can essentially fly, except he's not flying. He's literally changing the pull of gravity on himself or other objects. So he has what they call lashings, where he can if like if he lashes himself up, um, it literally makes the ceiling the floor for him. So if he does that and he's outside, he will just fall into the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, if he does it inside, though, he can literally just walk across the ceiling. As he gets better with it, he can kind of seamlessly change his lashings from, like, 
the floor to the wall to the ceiling and like almost like run run a spiral around a room or fly through the air because he'll just constantly kind of like increase or decrease how much of a lashing he has um to like control how how high he is and then lash himself in whatever direction he wants to travel in um but he can also do that to objects so he can make like an object um either fall into the sky or like get pinned against a wall for instance um and the more power he pumps into it the more force he can give it so like one lashing things will move at like a normal space but if he did like 10 of them it's going to like fly like a fucking bullet mm. um and they even show early on before he like learns how to harness it um he instinctively pulls arrows to him that are being fired at like his squad um and into like a wood like thing in front of him just by like instinct of using this power uh okay and then like the people that can like slide they can make their whole body slippery which is uh, super fucking weird um but those people can also heal which like those two things don't necessarily go together um and it seems like all of them can heal themselves if they get injured and they have stormlight they can regenerate from almost anything including if one of the the special swords cuts them if it cuts them through like their neck or like like something that would be like instant death they're they're dead like there's nothing they can do about it but um like multiple characters have had like limbs cut and then have like restored them once they have it um some characters have even like learned how to use the power like later on after they've had like um like a missing arm or like a missing eye and once they learn how to harness it, they're actually able to, like, regrow, like, entire, like, severed arms. Nice. Yeah. Like, there, there are two characters in, in particular. One guy, like, he's introduced in the book with just, like, he, he lost his arm at some point as, like, a child. And, um, another guy just was missing an eye the whole time. They never explain why. They just, he's had an eye patch the whole time. And then, like, at a certain point, they both learn how to use Stormlight and, like, they just regrow those two things. Mm -hmm. It would actually, it's, it's the sort of series that would actually probably be really interesting as, like, like a Netflix series or an Amazon series, like like some like a network that would actually pour like a budget into it so that it didn't look like shit. Um, yeah, because it has too much going on to be like a reasonable movie. Yeah, it it seems like like I would it it seems it seems like it's a book that I might actually get into if I were to read it, but I just reading and me are bad. Audiobook, um, my friend. Yeah, I could try that. Honestly, um, like I know. I forget if, if you're against it or not. I know Drew doesn't like, like, the sped up, um, audio, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. So, I found that, like, like, with this series in particular, if you set it to 1.25, it has a much more, like, normal, like, like, conversational pace, at least to me. So, like, audiobooks seem to be very, like, like, they take their time and really, like, pronounce and pause and stuff like that. Where just that quarter speed up just makes it sound a little more, f like, it flows better. Mm -hmm. And like these books are like fifty hour audiobooks that you um you know, you get done a little faster that way. Yeah. But you're right, based on some of the stuff that you like, you'd actually probably really enjoy it. But it's also like it is a big commitment. Like a fifty hour audiobook is a lot of fucking time. Yeah. I mean I I I would probably try reading it first, and it's not as much like I when it comes to reading off computer, I I just don't do well. When it comes to reading out of a book, it takes me a while, but, like, I actually can get through books. Uh, it's more of just, like, when it comes to reading a book, because I don't like when it's too quiet, I have to have, like, the right atmosphere in order to read a book. There has to be some nice music, there has to be nothing going on, I need to have everything off, except for lights, obviously. And it's just, like, I, I can never get that perfect atmosphere sometimes. 
to where, like, even when I am reading a book, I'm, like, losing, not losing interest, but I'm just, like, my mind's all over the place, like, uh, um, and I'm looking all over the place, and then, like, losing track in the book. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. If you, honestly, if you're interested, I have a physical copy of the book that I'm happy to lend you if you want to give it a shot, of the first, the first think, in the series. I'll think about it. Um, like, it's that's long, a, but a f- it's definitely 4, a 4,000 is a lot of pages. Well, it, uh, I think the first book is, hang on. It was right next to me, so I was able to open it up. The first book is less than a thousand pages. It's a lot of pages. Oh no, I'm sorry. It is one thousand and one page. That's that. You know, that's the right amount of pages. Yeah. Um, I think the f- the third or fourth book, one of the last two, are like twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're very thick books, but you know, th- the first one definitely has that. Like the first like ten ish chapters are very slow. But the characters are interesting. So, like, there's not a lot happening, but they're introducing you to a lot of, like, the cast. And they're making you care about them. Maybe maybe I'll start doing reading streams. That's a thing. It is a thing. People do it. Just re- read, like, two chapters on your stream? Yeah. Yeah, do it's it. It's wild that that's a thing, but that's a thing. People love their audiobooks and stuff, so... People like going to their favorite streamer and just listening to them read a book. You gotta start doing voices and stuff, though, and you, you've said yourself, you are uncomfortable doing voices for other people. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been doing some voices whenever I, uh, when, when there is audio, like, when there is, like, dialogue, I have been doing some voices. Uh, I get, I get a little bit more comfortable doing voices when I have actual lines than it is when I'm just told to go off the cuff. That's where I have the problem. Like, improving with a voice, that's where I, I have a little bit, bit of a, uh, I don't know what to say, but, like, reading some, a script, I, you know, yeah, I got this voice. I got you. Yeah. And, like, for what it's worth, like, the, the series tackles, like, a lot of, um, like, it actually tackles a lot of, like, mental health stuff in some interesting ways. Um, mm. and, like, reading through, like, the acknowledgements and stuff in the book, like, the author, um, it's Brandon Sanderson. It's, it's the guy who I got the, the, the book signed at Comic Con, right? Yeah. Um, like, he has acknowledgements in the book for, like, like, mental health experts that, like, he, like, consults with before just, like, writing the characters the way he does. So, you know, one of the main characters definitely has depression. And, like, you see it where, like, sometimes he's in a relatively good mood and, like, he, like he's enjoying things. But, like, the next page, like, everything just comes, like, crashing down on him. And, like, he just starts, like, dwelling on all of the negative things, no matter how good things happen to be going at that time. And, like, to be fair, like, his life kind of sucked up to a certain point. Um, Like, he, he joined an army that he didn't really want to join to try and protect his brother, who then died in that army. Um, And then his entire squad was murdered by their commander and he was branded a slave. And then he was basically sent to like a, um, like a different army platoon, um, to act as, um, bait for the enemy. Um, the, the, and like the, the, the branch of the army he got put into, like the commander used human, like not human bridges, but he used bridges that had to be run by people. And it was basically people would run these bridges. It was faster than like pulling it by like, like animal. But um, the enemy would actually focus on them instead of the soldiers. So that was his whole thinking was have the enemy waste time shooting the, the bridge runners instead of the soldiers. Because as long as a couple bridges get to the to the gap to let them cross, the army can get through with minimal losses. But like, fuck all these guys who aren't good enough to be soldiers. Um, mm-hmm. So like a, like a big portion of the first book is kind of like found family and him like trying to protect these people that like at first, like, begrudgingly deal with him, but, like, eventually become, like, like a tight-knit group. Um, and a lot of them are, like, really endearing characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then even some of the, like, the, the like, highborn people, like, the people in charge, like, 
they all seem really shitty in the first book until like you start getting into some of them. And you're like, oh no, like like there's this whole section over here of people that are like just as powerful as like the shitty ones that are actually really like decent and like mean well. So yeah, so so I understand why it's as popular of a series as it is. Uh, nice. It's also a huge bummer that like it's only on book four. Book five, I think, is supposed to come out next year or the year after. Um, but like it's of ten full books. Um, on the bright side, it's not George R. R. Martin, so they like the books will come out eventually. You'll you'll get you'll get the books before the series. Wait, say that again. I know that you'll get the books before the series ends. Like, oh like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. this this book will eventually be picked up. This book series will eventually be picked up by HBO, and you'll get the end of the series for the books before the end of the series on HBO. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon picked it up. Because um, mm-hmm. Amazon did the Wheel of Time, and so Robert Jordan is the guy who wrote like the first like six or seven Wheel of Time books, I think. Um, but he died, and um, Brandon Sanderson was actually the person that like his family chose to finish the series, so that the series would get an actual conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they used Sanderson as like a consultant on some of the series, um, like the the Amazon series. So I wouldn't be surprised if Wheel of Time does well enough if they then try and like cut a deal to like make his books into something which like would be cool because like the dude writes like a fucking madman um like the the fourth book i think came out last year or no it came out 2020 so it came out two years ago in those two years he wrote four other books of similar length um and then is also like 70 percent done like another book so like he just like vomits fucking pages of novels Mm -hmm. um jeez yeah it's it's ridiculous and like their quality, like they're it's not like garbage. It's kind of like Stephen King with like horror. Like, as never been a huge Stephen King fan, but as far as I understand it, like the stuff he did in like the seventies, eighties, and like early nineties, like there were very few like bad books that he put out in that gap. And like he was putting out so many books, he had to come up with a pseudonym to release under because mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed to publish any more books as himself. <laughs> like That's I forget wild. exactly how that worked out, but I think like in the eighties there was like. Like, uh, like an author could only release X amount of books as themselves per year. Um, mm-hmm. and he was writing so many books that he came up with the pseudonym, um, Richard Bachman to release additional books that year. Jeez. Yeah. Like the Stephen King was a fucking psycho. Like when it came to that stuff. Cause like you yeah. figure, you figure he, he spent like 40 years writing like fucking horror books and was like doing multiple per year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, he's wild. Yeah. He's a wild writer. Yeah, though, from from what I hear from other people, like, all of his later stuff, like, was not as good, and, like, he does not pump them out the same way he used to. Yeah, but, I wanted to, I've always wanted, like, they had the Dark Tower movie. I was like, you know, that series seems interesting. I've always wanted to try to read it. Never did. Apparently, the movie is very bad. Um, Like, it just, it, uh, like, uh, aside from it not being accurate to the to the books, um, it did not do super well. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it's like very different from the books, but I've always heard the books yeah. are really good. Yeah. There is a big gap in them though. Like I think he wrote them, he wrote them in the eighties and then there was like 20 years without one. And then after that like big car accident he had, like in the two thousands, he went back and like finished it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know for sure, but that's probably going to be a show. I think so. Yep. All right. Well, in that case, if, uh, or no, actually not if. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to be watching uh, the history of Texas. Te- oh, Jesus! The history what- of Texas. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. The Alamo. <laughs> the history of Texas. Um, we'll be- we're going to be watching the history of Tetris. 
from the Game- Gaming Historian YouTube channel. It's, it's the history of Tetris in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, Texas and, and, and Soviet Russia, not that different. No, not yeah. at all. Um, but yeah, so book club in two weeks is that. Um, but other than that, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all those fun places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps a whole bunch. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And then, Rich, this week you are f- doing seven, and then over the weekend you'll be finishing eight? Is that how you're... Yeah, you so, yeah so tonight, uh, as the, uh, uh, the the day that this uh, releases, I should hopefully be finishing Resident Evil 7, and then Saturday around 5-ish until 10-ish, I'll be doing eight with another long stream on Sunday noonish till probably six or seven. I'm gonna try not to go for another nine hours again, but like no much, not much longer than six or seven. And if we don't beat it, we'll beat it on Monday. If we do beat it, great. We'll probably play some um, Dead by Daylight or something on Monday. I was gonna say you have to play times. something spooky on Monday. Yeah, it'll be it'll be probably Dead by Daylight. Um, but yeah, come check it out. Twitch.tv/slash/beyondscrollona. Cool. All right. Well, with that, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.